Hi there, I'm Veronica Wilhelm, and I'm here to tell you how to have the best day ever at work. So when I was thinking through this season with my producer, my assistant, the hand of the king, Bethany, she asked the question, what do you do when everything's a mess? She suggested cleansing fire, and I'm sometimes inclined to agree. Because, see, I never get to go into a workplace that's working great, and they just want to be greater. Mostly it's because there's conflict and people need some help working through it. Volunteer organizations are no different. Rarely do I enter one because I think something is great. I see a need I have and something I want in a place where I could have some influence. So I go there and because inherent to that is a need for change, I know I'll be coming into something that will feel like a mess to me. I remember my first official HOA meeting. I had moved into my home four months earlier and had to take the call while at the beach on one of the few sunny days in winter. My bud and I had hauled our kids down there so we could be bundled up while they dug in the sand and played in the sun so we could have a chill evening. I had my friend's phone plastered to my ear because my battery was about to die, and we were trying to go through some very basic HOA things like making changes in the garden. There are six households in my HOA, and all of us were on this call, and holy shit, y'all, the drama of talking about a garden? Like, what? It's a garden. We all inherited this garden, and it's been around for 60 years. One neighbor had been tending to it by just relentlessly weed-whacking everything into submission. I wanted to plant some of the plants I brought from my old house and asked how we decided what happened in the garden. Suddenly, the conversation was about how so-and-so did so much and no one ever thanked them. And another person was like, well, what about Veronica's plants? And another person replied, well, I like all our plants and I don't want anything to change. When yet another declared, I don't like the plants we have and we need to change them. I remember thinking, good Lord, this is why I asked about how we make decisions and not if I could plant the plants. I could just imagine someone ripping my peony and lilac out, and I didn't want to subject myself or my plants to those kinds of shenanigans. I wanted to burn it all with a cleansing fire. And instead, I let everyone tire themselves out and made a suggestion to revisit it in the next meeting, and we could have some neighbor discussions about how we wanted to do this. The gardens were for everyone as laid out in the HOA bylaws about common spaces, so no one person or household got to dictate everything. So let's all think about what that looks like moving forward. It's a fucking hot mess, y'all, over flowers. What? Whenever I enter a new workplace, I have to do an assessment of sorts to figure out what is actually going on. Humans are really good at thinking they know what they need when in fact the problem is not the problem. It's not unusual to enter a community organization and look around and be like, well, shit, this is going to take some serious elbow grease to clean up. So what do you do when you come into a situation like that? Do you run away screaming, set everything on fire, immediately start bossing people around, sit passively and hope you don't get voluntold into something particularly terrible? This is where you want to do some data collection. When I do data collection in systems, it is often formalized into surveys and interviews, and this collects information very directly from people. But I also do a ton of informal data collection to see how people behave and react when they aren't actively thinking about me, the observer, on the other end. In this instance, I talked to the HOA president who had a lot of power by virtue of holding the purse strings and the desire to do things for the bigger community. I also talked to my downstairs neighbors who had been the ones managing the gardens for the last few years. When I do this, I'm not just trying to get the hot goss. I'm trying to map out who are the leaders in the group, not just the leaders who have formal titles of leadership like chair and president, but also the opinion leaders who are leaders like those who can say something and everyone gets on board with it. 
and the social connectors, who are the people who can gather a big group together easily. I also want to know who is responsible for the emotional health of the group. This is often the person with whom everyone airs their issues and gets perspective. I could see who were in agreement about gardens, what were common areas of agreement, what the underlying concerns and issues were, and who was likely to need the most convincing and movement. I'm doing this to figure out where I could potentially have allies to make change or who I could be doing direct battle with if I wanted to do that. It also tells me where I might have ideas that have traction versus where I could have an uphill climb. In terms of structure, I'm seeing where my goals and the goals of the group align and what the roles are people have both formally and informally. Some questions I ask are, who is taking up the most airtime? This is not from a judgmental perspective, just purely who talks a lot and who doesn't. And is there talking them verbally processing or are they contributing new ideas? What is the quality of what they're putting out there? How do people respond to the folks who too take up airtime? Are they restless and fidgety? Are they paying close attention? Are they dismissive? Does their body language get more stiff? Do they get more excited and animated? This not only tells me who feels comfortable, but what does everyone do in reaction to their comfort? How quickly do people want to move on? Does the agenda move along quickly or slowly? Does the person leading the meeting know how to wrap up discussion and move on? Do they do this as a response to staying on time because the discussion is done or because things are getting heated and it needs to be cut off? Who gets support? When they pose an idea, is there someone many people jump to help? Who gets asked for their opinions? Is there any clear reason for this like expertise or historical knowledge? What ideas come up over and over again? What ideas are brought up that align with the organization's stated goals and values? What comes up that feels out of alignment? And how do people respond to both the ideas in alignment and the ideas out of alignment? When everything feels messy, the first step is always to wait and observe. I have a little axiom I live by, which is that if I don't have an answer to something, then I need to wait for the answer to arrive and do more research. This is not more thinking, more ruminating, more pondering. This is always observation, reading, asking questions, and then letting the information sit. So when you don't know where to start, when everything is a mess, when you want to just Dracarys the whole thing like a Targaryen, that's your sign to wait. Just stop. Pause. Sit for a minute. Stay out of the fray. Observe from the sidelines and learn. so glad you could join me today. Share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica and sign up for my newsletter at wilhelmconsulting.com. Yeah. Check the show notes for the links to everything. Check the show notes. <laughs> Check the show notes. Check the show notes. <laughs>